Hey, what's up, guys? This is Finn. And this is Heather. And welcome back to a brand new episode of The Best You Nation. Where we're here focused on managing your drive so that way you can optimize the 24 hours that you have in a day and live elevated. Make sure to follow us and subscribe to our podcast on all of your favorite platforms. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to a brand new episode of The Best You Nation here with your hosts, Finn and Abler. Hey, 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 guys. What's up? We hope that each of you are starting off your week with an entirely brand new mindset, focusing on becoming the best for yourself, focusing on emotionally and complex conversation to stir up your week, to get things going. Adler, how are you doing, my friend? Man, oh man, um, I'm doing okay. Uh, it's, it's one of those, like, uh, it's a bittersweet time in my, like, I guess my profession, um, my travel assignment in Apopka is now um, finishing up, so um, I'm going to figure out what's next, and um, it looks like the move is going to be out west, so um, I'm excited for the new chapter that's opening, but I'm also really sad because, you know, Apopka's, you know, there's a lot of people there, family, like it's, it's, it's my home, my home away from home, I guess. So um definitely gonna miss it um over there and I'm gonna miss like uh, all my people. But nonetheless, the show must go on and you gotta look on the other side, which you no, know, now there's gonna be a new chapter, new hospital, new opportunity to grow, new opportunity to uh be ingratiated into a different environment. And not only that, I'm only like four hours away from Hawaii, so I gotta figure that out. I don't know how I'm gonna get there, but I'm, I'm gonna have to figure that out for sure. I can fly, even if it's a weekend. Like, yeah, just fly. Well, yeah, I'm just saying, like, I just to like set something up while I'm out there, or Alaska, because I'm. I don't know how long I. I honestly I think, I think that if you take a trip along the West Coast, it's in general, if you're over on that side, um, never been. It's my first time. So I'm gonna be so touristy. Go to what I've never been to these states. So, excuse me. No, hey, you're good. I get it. Talking about my future endeavors is boring. I get it. Whatever. No, it's not. So actually, what's interesting? So we're gonna do it. I was gonna do a trip with John along the West Coast from uh, Oregon and Washington State. Those two states, like, if you want to go to like see some cool, like, outdoorsy, like redwood trees and the nature, because everything north of. Are you gonna talk about where you're going or no? Keeping that disclosed. I'm keeping that disclosed. Okay, so we'll just say on the out. west side. So any wherever you are in the non-pinned location, um, if you're gonna go anywhere near uh, Oregon or even uh, Washington State, uh, the weather, especially now that you're going around this time, I would say we'd really enjoy the hikes. Uh, John actually drove along the West Coast, and he told me, man, we should totally do this sometime. And it's just embracing the beauty of our nation and our country and the things that you can do. Yeah. And uh, if you get a chance to do it, man, I, I, I'm not you. envying you, but I would love to, uh, FaceTime love to do that sometime. Oh my God, man, look at what you did. And, uh, you know, it's actually funny because, uh, um, and just this is just like, you know, a, a brief recap of my own personal life not that everybody's interested or not but a buddy of mine that um is also a travel nurse uh he's gonna have an assignment that's roughly out there so it's gonna be about like an hour and 10 hour and 15 minutes away and so i'm like dude let's link up like that's cool man i haven't worked with him in like a few months so 
I'm really looking forward to it. It's uh, it's something different, you know. It will definitely. Uh, I think being on that side, I think the most west that I've been is uh, Colorado, and I can tell you just from that experience, that was quite the the scenery. It's just not something you would see every day here in Florida. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'd love to wake up one morning and see mountains and cooler weather, but unfortunately, I just don't see that happening here. In but, sunny Florida? No, no. You mean you don't see that happening here in sunny Florida? Mountains? That's crazy. And cooling down? No. <laughs> but, um... We're in summer seven or eight year or eight months out of the year, so... Um, sorry, not sorry to the rest of the world, and if you're a Floridian, you know what we mean. We still love you nonetheless. Yes. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think what else, uh, to start off with. Um, oh, well, first of all, how have your goals been this past week? Is there something that you, so you've, what I've done really well this week is, um, I, I, I kind of talked about it last week as well, but I prioritized like spending time with like, you know, key pivotal people, like people that are important to me. And then. I'm making sure that we're able to um, just spend some time together. And one area that I do know that I need to improve on, though, um, I have not been sleeping as much. Um, I got into a rhythm and I was doing pretty decent in like the last like, you know, that that's like three weeks I've been struggling. So that's on me. But I know I can be better and I will do better. I just got to, you know, plan for better, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be honest, I'll match you there on my end. And I know off air before we started, uh, we spent some time talking about uh, reflecting on the fact that I didn't study today uh, as much as I should have. And mm-hmm. of course, it's on the recording date. Um, yesterday, I did really, really well. I spent a solid seven, eight hours, took two practice tests. Uh, went through the practice questions, uh, specifically in the science area, because, you know, there's just so many things to know about anatomy, physiology, the biology, the structure, the science, models, and then, of course, on top of the chemistry. But then there's, like, the reading and the grammar and the writing stuff. So I would say that between now and the end of the month, and I know I've been saying it, I need to stick to it, that's an area of work for me. I, I will say that I was quite... Uh, Quite, uh, what's not, I don't want to say embarrassment, but it's just, I wasn't the best version of myself uh, today with that. I don't think that I did the best, but I can look at it as an opportunity to do better for the next time. And that is to be more prioritized about my studying habits because, you know, it's, it is important. And I've always been one of the students who, you know, just want to make sure that my education is important in the top of the game, but, um, I've never been like an A student, top of the list. Yeah, but that's okay though. You don't have to necessarily be a student. You just have to give a effort. That's it. Yeah. Like a student. And I didn't give a effort. I didn't give a okay. effort today. That's okay because tonight you're gonna still make make some time and uh, you're gonna make sure to go through it, which is very good because it is, this means that you're that much better. You know, just by just doing this. Correct. And then I think for me, uh, what did I do this week that was better? Um, trying to think oh so opposite of you uh i've been better about going to bed on time i uh, i've been prioritizing trying to go to bed around nine nine thirty and it went by ten 
So we've definitely been doing better with that. It's That's just good. it's it's tough, man. You, What's your you, secret? I was. Uh, you want my you want my honest answer? Sure. Exhausted from work. Ah, there you just go. Tired. Had some really rough shifts this week, starting the week, and yeah. I just you get to a point where you're mentally just ready to lay down and just restart and rejuvenate, revitalize because I don't want to do anything half done. And I felt like if I would have done anything in that state of mind, I would have been good. No, I get that. Well, the the good thing is that um, we do have the 24 hours in a day, and we can optimize it as much as we possibly can and uh, make sure that we, you know, get done what we need to get done huh. for work, personal life, and so on and so forth. That's right. I'm just, hey. I'm just showing you some love. I know, man. I appreciate it. But with that being said, I think uh, today we've been kind of doing something additional. And we have, I think this is almost the end of this season. Yeah. I think we have one more episode after this one. And just to take a quick pondering moment, this has been a long season. We've did th- we usually do 13 episodes and we extended it with four bonus episodes. Um, what's crazy is we're going into season 11 right in a couple weeks and i don't really know what the whole game plan is like we're at this place right now usually we know we're we figure it out but um one thing i want to say you know we tend to find a path that we go down Mm -hmm. right and it just kind of ties into what we're going to be talking about today but i'm going to take this off course for just a second I remember there was a time where, you know, we we get so busy, right, and so up into our day-to-day things, and we try to figure out what we're doing and how we're handling our situations. And one thing that comes to mind when we think about transitions or we think about uh, encountering our podcast and recording an episode, which also thinking about you making your way to the other side of the nation like is going to make things a little different too because you know here you are with me in person and we're going to be transitioning again shortly so what does that look for for the future in our podcast for the time being when you're out of the state out of not in the home town zoom we're gonna zoom yeah we're gonna zoom so like zoom zoom one of the things, though, that I was trying to get at, and I was actually trying to, you know, I'm going to give you an example. You know how planes, when they have to circulate before they can land? My brain was doing that because I had an idea. So I wanted to come back, and I, I, got, my, I got my thought. Mm-hmm. One of the ways that we have incorporated our conversations recently has been really focusing on trying to shine a light on things that people don't necessarily talk about. And each person deals with something else. Every person has an encounter in their personal life that they don't necessarily like or that they've gone through and they don't know how to handle. And we oftentimes feel alone and we've talked about being alone. But what about talking about that alone? How can we, how can we shine a light on that alone? That time where somebody is maybe going through something or maybe... A time in which somebody is experiencing an event in their life that requires not only themselves. For example, you're in school and maybe you've been bullied and you are around people that are gossiping about you and you overhear them gossiping about you. And now not only are you 
aware of what's going on, you now also have others talking about it, which is almost like a, a confirmation to what you've already been doing at this at the level of being alone. So today's episode, I feel like, as I'm kind of, I very tiptoe kind of nearby the topic, is to really find a way, and you said it right earlier, is, is the, something about numbers. You said it earlier. Okay. I, I don't recall. <laughs> what, what about the numbers? I'm trying to think of the name of it, man. I don't want to steal your thunder. Um, damn. What did you say? I'm not entirely sure. It but I mean, just, just go on anyway. That's well, the point is that, delivered. okay, so I want to start this off with a kind of like a question, okay? Has there ever been a time in your life where you felt, where you knew somebody, right? And you just felt like you needed to check up on somebody and see how somebody's doing. And that could be just, hey, how you been? I haven't talked to you in a while. Mm-hmm. Or being present for someone in a hard time. Do you recall a time or have you experienced that for yourself where you needed those people in your life to check up on you? Um, okay. Uh, so that's a loaded question. Um, so uh, the, the first thing is, um, and I think that this is probably the most underrated like, thing to understand, is that there's strength in numbers. Meaning, That's what I was asking for. Yeah, strength in numbers. Strength oh, okay, numbers. strength in numbers. That, okay, so I knew yeah. it was some of the numbers. There's strength, like, strength in numbers, numbers. meaning that like if the more people that you have together, the stronger that individual becomes. Because you take five unconfident people, put them together, they can turn into five confident people and just like take over the world. So um, that's something that we you know you have you, you have to be able to you know, recognize, and um, I think that like. Especially with the day and age that we're in, and like it's easy to go ghost now. Like it's easy to just go ghost and like not want to speak to somebody or do whatever. Um, but it's definitely um, something that I feel like as as human beings we definitely have to work on. And most importantly, is understanding that um, since we are human beings, our minds can sometimes play tricks on us. Mm-hmm. Because when you're left alone to deal with despair or stress or whatever, and like I think I was reading this in the, um, the You Can't Hurt Me, right? He talks about how his mind knows every nook, every cranny. And it sucks because every, every comment that he fixates over, every um, like insecurity, everything that is, you know, to just, I guess, be a part of... Um, like everything, you know, like all these things like factor into like who you are and how you think. And when you're going through a hard time and now you have is your own thoughts and it's flooded with like disparity, depression, anger, um, all these other things, then you have you almost fall prey into those negative like that, that negativity pool, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And so having somebody there for you is never a bad thing. It's actually, it's not even weak, like, because people like to try to make it sound like it's weak. It's actually a good thing for you. It's knowing that you have, that even if you don't necessarily see them, you have a hand, and, like, they're, they're just, like, I guess you have somebody who's reminding you how awesome and how amazing you are. So in the moments where you start to trick your mind into thinking, I'm not awesome, I'm not amazing, I'm this, I'm that, I'm this, I'm that, you have somebody say, hey, whoa, you're my friend. And you mean 
so much to me and this I'm gonna prioritize because I'm not gonna like allow you just to, you know, fall off onto the wayside. And we live in a day and age where like people are battling depression and there's higher rates of um just suicide and stuff. And so it's always important for you to check on a homie. It's always important for you to check on a homie. Make sure that your homie's good, your friend, your pal, your buddy, whatever you want to call it, just make sure that you're there for that person. Absolutely, man. And that's what I was trying to get at with this today because I feel like one of the things that I struggle with my own personal life is I have had the self, we've talked about this before, the self-negative talk. Mm -hmm. And if there's anyone better to pretty much insult you and to judge you and to be the bully towards you is your own self and I have spent several years in that mindset in that capacity of thought that I have been able to pretty much take everything that anybody would say I would make the assumption that if I was in a room with a group of people that they would be talking about me they would be against me that they were uh they were plotting to bully me or judge me or to ridicule me so my way of coping with it was to naturally go ahead and do with my like do this these same things to myself. And the reason why I bring that up is because there are people on a day-to-day basis that I have encountered that have expressed that, hey man, I appreciate you checking up on me. And vice versa. Because even the other day when I texted you, like I was having a really rough day at work. Like it was it's just there's days at work that I just have to question myself because I'm like, man, I ask God, I'm like, man, how do you, how are, how am I getting through this? And then I look mm-hmm. at myself and I'm like, okay, I can do this. We got to. We have no choice. And you texted me and I kind of explained like it was just, just mentally there was so much going on and I hadn't eaten and I was, I was hangry. I was like... Honestly, I, I hadn't had anything, and I, I was surviving on freaking Starburst, like as bad as it sounds. I hangry fit. Yeah, no, not you don't want to see me in a hangry state. But I was, I was surviving on Starburst, and the reality of it is when I evaluated that day and I look back on it, it's like, man, you reached out to me, right? And it just reminds you that you are capable, you are able. Now the question though comes down to this because this is where. People have the hardest time with this. Do people interject to see how you're doing just to see how you're doing because that's the right thing to do? Or how should I respond to that if I, and here it is, if somebody who already feels like people are not necessarily for them, how can we kind of cipher through the, and differentiate between genuine checking up on the homie versus disingenuous a disgenuous approach because it's a threat when you're in a place of insecurity anything that may seem or resemble the way that we've already tricked ourselves or to that we believed or to put our full mind body and spirit into Mm -hmm. that trajectory is no matter what anybody who might just check up on me might just be doing it just to just you know, just to do it. Yeah. To be kind. Yeah. Not just to be kind, but it's almost like I just like there's this expectation that we're supposed to check on people. Where is the where do you where do you I don't know maybe if I'm not answering or asking this correctly. It's just um where do you where do you where does your thoughts lie on that? 
essentially. And if you need me to re-clar- like restate or, re- or to clarify what I'm asking, by all means. Sir, can we clarify for 200, please? Yes, we can clarify. So when you've encountered somebody who you've checked up on, yes, have they ever responded in a different way that you would have expected based off of how your approach was? Like you were genuinely checking up on someone. Like I've had a friend of mine where I checked on him and he was going through some stuff with like um, the, you know, his significant other, whatever. And um, no, nah, like I, I don't think that there's any reason to have like that, that type of belief. I think that like um, you're able to still nonetheless, you know, uh, well, let me rephrase it. Okay. There are times that I felt people were just asking me if I was okay. Like, not, okay, so meaning like they're just saying it just to say it versus saying it and actually. Because they want to know to... if I'm really genuinely okay. Yes. And so, like, I've, I've, I've had that. And, like, like I said, I had a, a buddy of mine, um, he's gone through something similar. And, like, I'm just like, hey, how are you doing? It's like, yeah, I'm all right. And it's like, okay, are you, like, are you sure? Like, yeah. You come to find out that like, he's had a whole bunch of like you know just uh, anxiety and just stress and just like he's trying to operate as peak bad peak performance but he can't do so because he's hurting you know he's you know he's going through he's going through some stuff. So do you feel like sometimes people don't necessarily want to open up because we have allowed the surrounding thoughts, comments, and from our peers, including ourselves, yeah. hold us from actual, like, genuine, like, uh, how do you say Comrader? this? Uh, no, it's just like being willing to embrace that. Like, I used to think that people were full of crap. Yeah. I want to use a different word, but I feel like people used to be just full of crap. Like, yeah, right, you're not actually checking up on me. You're just saying this because it's part of being a good human. And it was... Very negative of me to think that way because I think most people were genuinely just trying to see how I was doing. But because I put myself in such a position where I actually believed that I was like not worthy to talk to or that I, you know, why are you checking up on me? You weren't checking up on me when I was, you know, a year ago when we were, you guys were the same people that were making fun of me. But then they realize, I don't know if there's like a growth for some people and we still believe that we're stuck in this like, like, oh yeah, right. There's, there's, they're fake, you know, mm-hmm. like they're just doing it because it's part of being a human being. Um, so I wasn't sure if that's something you've ever encountered or experienced because, you know, it, it sucks when you, when you think about it and I just can speak from my own personal experience. Like I really genuinely felt like I was a nobody for many, many, many years. And that feeling is not a fun feeling. It's not exciting. No, not at all. Being depressed and being anxious and and thinking that I was a nobody to people. You know, there's a story. There's actually a gentleman. You've probably heard of him, Nick Wojcevic. Uh, Sounds Nick, oddly familiar. Nick Wojcevic is the man that doesn't have any arms and no legs. He's yeah. Born, no arms, no legs. I actually met Nick Wojcevic. I actually hugged the guy. When? Um... A couple of years ago, actually, I went to a conference uh, here in Orlando. Uh, I think I was about 16 or 17 years old. So when I say couple, I mean maybe almost 10 years ago. Mm. Are you going to sneeze? No, I, I, I thought I had, like, I had one, but uh, no. 
it's, it's like you know that's that stupid lingering sneeze um but um no i i i think that like I'm not done with my Nick Wojcik though. You go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 finish, no, no, finish, no, no, finish, no, 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 no. Make your point. Make, make your point. point. Come on, go. Ahead. Make your point. No, yeah. all I'll say is that Nick Wojcik was no. Well, he he shared a story, and it kind of applies to this that people used to make fun of him and judge him, and people would make you know ridicule the guy because he had no arms, and legs. That you'll never be married. You'll kids never are cool. have kids. Uh, yeah, they are. Kids are cool. Uh, but he said that people judged him so hard. He was, he decided that by the end of the day, if somebody doesn't acknowledge me for me, mm. or doesn't stop making fun of me, if someone doesn't do it, because I'm having a hard time doing it for myself, mm-hmm. I'm going to jump off of a bridge today at the end of my day. So he went through a whole day with people making fun of him. No one talking to him, ignoring him, ridiculing this guy. And he pretty much got through the entire day. And he was on his way to the end of that bridge. And on that way, he said, this is it. There's nobody that can stop me at this point. Yeah, I'm tired of hearing myself saying I'm not good enough. Nobody's checked in on me. I'm just this guy dealing with all of these emotions bottled up and I don't want to deal with this anymore. Yeah. I kid you not when he said at the end, within moments before he thought about it, a woman approached him and she said, stop. It doesn't matter what other people think. It doesn't matter what other people have to say. It doesn't really matter what people have to tell you, what does matter mm-hmm. is that you realize that you are you have a purpose, that you're important, and that you're loved. And Nick Vorshevik never jumped off because we're also... Well, oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. So with that being said, that is a mindset that is very... I mean, this guy's a philanthropist. He's, his mission is to reach as 7 billion people through his ministry. And to think that somebody who now has a wife, two kids, mm. no arms and no legs, yeah. can skateboard, can surf. That's awesome. But That's very powerful, actually. Like, now that I actually, like, you actually think about it, like, it's very powerful because at any point in time, he could just jump. You know, like, but he didn't. He decided just to kind of wait it out. And you know, that's, that's super powerful in, in itself. Um, you know, he didn't allow the turmoils of the outside world to in- infect him in his head. He just, you know, got acknowledgement and then he went back inside and, you know, he did his thing. And he, now he's, he's, you know, it, it, it's a beautiful thing to hear him, like, speak about it now, you know, all things considering. Um, like, going through that trying time, going through a rough patch where you are alone with your thoughts and your thoughts are the only thing that are contributing and, and you start to get into this negative headspace. And, you know, it's that it's really important that you are capable of, like, reorienting yourself, regrounding yourself, finding a way to be like, all right, hey, I feel this way, but I'm going to try to do this. And in those moments where you can't ground yourself, it's also super important that you have friends. Goodbye. Your friends are gonna be able to help you combat, you know, the the lies that your brain has. It's gonna help combat it. So you just have to be willing to 
you know, one, open up, and then two, just, you know, do your best. Just, like, you know, love each and every one of the patients. Or not patient. Just love every patient. I just got to think about the hospital. But um, love your friends for who they are and the fact that they can remind you who you are when even you forget. True. I think sometimes we uh, take take our friends for granted because we think that we, we get into this headspace. And this headspace puts us in a place where we're not necessarily... Um, What's the best way of saying this? Is not necessarily giving yourself the most optimal uh, credit. You're not giving yourself the most optimal credit, and you're not making the pivotal moves that you usually do. I think um, I was going through a rough patch in my own journey, and I kind of opened up and talked to you about it. And I know that sometimes it's hard to approach a friend with what's going on. And usually we wait for someone to approach us. Mm-hmm. So that they can unlock what's going on. So have you ever experienced in your life where you weren't sure how to express to a friend, hey man, I got this going on? Have you ever experienced that where you like felt like it was very difficult because you know they were checking in on you? Checking on Adler. And it's uh, not necessarily I'm not and, I and I'm not asking necessarily in the last five years. I would I would even say it's appropriate to go back as far as your middle school and high school years because there's a lot of times I feel like as adults we have so much going on and so many good things going on that we tend to forget sometimes what's going on more in the current time, but a time in your life where you experienced that very feeling where you were uh, you know, alone and you didn't feel like you were able to power through that you needed a friend to reach out to you see how you're doing and like I said I could be in high school like 17 year old Adler yeah Adler's got all kinds of stuff going on and a buddy of yours reaches out to you says hey man how you doing bro like how's life what you been up to but actually you spill out you know what I got so and so going on this and that and the other you know this is going on at home this is going on in sports this is and I just had so much going on. Have you ever experienced something like that? Um, I I say I guess yeah. When you when you when you phrase it like that, yeah, I have. Um, you and, talk about it. Uh, yeah, that like uh, have a. Do you have a time that uh, you, you go, you go first. <laughs> I put you on like, the spot. Well, cause like I don't think like I don't necessarily think I have like one like offhand that I could just be like, oh yeah yeah, remember you know this did it but. I definitely think that 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 is, like, if you give me enough time, I could probably think of think of one. How about you? I'm on the same ship. Oh, you're talking about like, yeah. All right, okay. so all right, let me see. I I have so many different experiences. Um, damn. <laughs> all right, so here's what I will say. This is the this is gonna be like a little bit like kind of cliche because it's Cassandra and of course as you guys may know Cassandra is my girlfriend love of his life yes Mrs Finn um so I actually shared with Cassandra parts of my life because I felt comfortable with her of course right yeah so I guess listening to this and what I'm about to say there are time there's not always gonna be Someone may be approaching you, but maybe it's somebody you can talk to and you're comfortable with, right? Mm-hmm. That give you that space where you can elaborate 
and you can share and you can discuss what's on your heart, what's on your mind. So I was always frustrated because people didn't understand what it's like to be in my shoes. And I think anybody that's been through anything, and that's pretty much all of us, sometimes we get frustrated and we feel like it's pointless, unworthy. Maybe it's not really any relevance relevance to to talk about something that has taken relevance. It's not like saying revelation, but that's taken place in our life. So like, for example, for me, I shared with Cassandra kind of why sometimes I behave. And when I say behave, like maybe I am a little insecure about certain things or have been in the past. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, because this is a relationship and that we communicate things. um, I told him in the beginning, like I kind of shared my story with her. But I've never in my life have been so comfortable with a woman to be able to sit down and share how I feel. Or to talk about something that happened that was traumatic in my life. And the reason, it's almost reversed to kind of what we're talking about. It's like, yes, you're checking on your homies. But sometimes talking to somebody yeah. is a form of, maybe, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. Or pitch in on how you see it. Or maybe you, you disagree. But it's a form of opening yourself and being available to be checked in on. Oh, yeah. Because when you allow yourself to talk, that's number one. That's courage. That's for the first you to share. Step. Yep. And then you have someone saying, "Well, damn. Let me let me listen to. You. Let me see what's going on. Let me hear you out." So yes, it wasn't nothing negative. It was more so her just in the beginning hearing me. It made me understand and realize, wow, this woman cares to listen to how I feel and how I think. Mm. Well, and and you know, and that that says a lot about you because she's willing to listen and hear about how you think, how you feel, and she prioritizes you more than anything. Like, and that that's that says a lot about you, and even more about her that that she's you know pulling that side of you out, which you don't show to a lot of people. Very true. And you said something about strength in numbers. Strength in numbers. Strength in numbers. Can you elaborate on that? Because that. Is so in, kind of what we're talking about today. So let's kind of reel it back. Yeah. In, in essence, to what we're well, and and I mean everything is kind of like they they maybe it's not necessarily on topic per se, but it's all adjacent to it. You know, you you got to realize that the first things first that you have to acknowledge that your mind plays your tricks on you. Like it says, it it has a way of lying and deceiving to you, and um, strength in numbers is actually. Um, uh, something that is actually in the Bible, actually. Um, they discuss how when three or more are gathered in his name, there is power. So meaning that when you have three or more people praying together and using the, the power of prayer, there is strength in number and numbers, and you can accomplish just about anything. But like strength in numbers, especially in this scenario, means like if you're going through a hard time, and somebody sees you go through it, they're willing to like spend time with you and hear you out and do all that stuff, then you you consider yourself lucky. Consider yourself blessed, lucky, because you have that naturally. And there's a lot of people that don't have that. And having strength in numbers, not only does it help like reorient you back to, you know, who you actually are, you get like a you get a chance to like, I guess, prove yourself. Like mm-hmm. just that opportunity to um, show what you're made of, to show that you're learning, show that you're like just naturally just getting you know better. 
And, and I think the, the best way, like you said, from the Bible, when you're, you're with three or more in the power of prayer, right? Like, it's amazing when you think about, it's kind of, you, you never see those games on your phone. Maybe you've played a game and it's like an ad pops up and it's like uh, the little people running on the little bridge. You ever seen one of those games? I think so. And they're like, it's one guy, and then he like run. It's like it gives you an option, like you can either add fifty or subtract fifty, and then you like run to the plus fifty and the plus. Then now you have yeah. one guy duplicates into fifty little guys, and then they keep going, and then they just keep on going, and then it's eventually you either have a hundred, and then you're like outnumbered. So it's like, in essence, I feel like the same concept. The more and more that you gather of people, the stronger you are. The more that you can tackle. Um, I think. Well, if you think about it, look, look at it like this. This is the most literal one I can think of on the top of my head. Like, you were doing the, this before me, and, like, you know, you're doing pretty well. But, like, once we started doing That's this. being pretty nice. I don't think it was pretty well. I think I was. Well, listen. I was listen, subpar. Listen, listen, listen. Once we started, like, doing it together, <clears throat> we've been, you know, we've done tremendous. You know, we've been. We've come a long way. We've come a long way, and, you know, it's something that, you know, people naturally expect and they look forward to every Monday. So, um, as far as that, like, you know, strength in numbers doesn't necessarily mean, like, uh, like, you know, I don't know. It'd have to be 50 people, but yeah, it's, it's, but it's just, it's, you have I know like, what you mean. It's not you alone single. You out. have a trusted group of individuals that can not only help you through it, they can uplift you, remind you who you are, because the saddest thing in the world is forgetting who you are. And like, I, I say this to say, um, that there are a lot of people out there that, they're spectacular, they're wonderful, fantastic people, but because they don't believe it, they, they allow their you know, shyness, meekness to take over. And that's something that we can't allow because, you know, especially in this day and age, just this climate that we live in, you know, we have to be more, I guess, just vigilant in, in terms of like that. But it's, it was a very, it's a very tough go to like be alone by yourself, go through everything by yourself. Like you, you almost have like a little bit of psychosis. Like you, you just like I don't really know how to describe that feeling though when you're alone. When I've explained that to somebody, right? I think mm-hmm. we talked about it a few weeks ago, but then to think that you have people that are staying by you. There's like a, a sense of and I don't want to sound like cliche because it's not even really about accountability. It's like a it's a feeling of hope that I get when I've had people like when I've reached out to you, I remember there was a time and this was a couple of years ago. Uh, I was short for rent and I was freaking out. I was panicking. I was like, dude, I'm losing. I, I, I can't do this. I'm not going to be able to do it. And as much as I don't like to ask because I was like, I don't want to ask. I can't do this. But like, he told me one time, he says, dude, if you need me, I got you. Yep. It's because I was friends with there for. Yep. And I was in a rough patch. I, I said, all right, I got to ask Adler this question because I don't want to. It's like, bro, I need help with rent. Said, all right. And you gave me X amount of amount that I needed. Mm-hmm. And it just made me feel like I was like, I, was, I don't want to Finn, say- you matter. That's what you, that's what like you gotta remember. It's like and I know that like sometimes we fall into this idea. Not not you do, just you, but we fall into this idea of like we don't matter. And the truth is, you do matter. We all matter. 
and that's something that you can't ever lose sight of. Um, so if there's a way that I can, I can help like this, my, especially when it comes to my friends, if there's a way I can help, then I will help. If not, then, you know, it is. And I don't want you to think that I, earlier, like I said off air, I was a little, I was a little defensive because I know I was in the wrong. I mean, I really should have prioritized my time more today, but it's okay. you know, there's you're human. time. You're a human being. I'm human, but yeah. you're doing what a good friend does. A good friend and great friend and best friend, what they do is they remind you and it wasn't so good of a friend of me to get all upset about it, but yeah. it's it's those moments that you realize stop fighting those who are in your life to help you. Because when you realize that they're there, no matter what, whether you didn't study or not, yes, we're gonna come out of this. You're still one of my best friends. Exactly. I only have, I can only count friends on the like one hand, maybe maybe a few in my other hand. That's okay. about it. That's five, the top five people, and. It's nothing against anybody else. It's just like I know, I know, and I know who God put in my life to be no the reason people that I need to, le- to lean on yeah. and to that I know are going to naturally without me having to ask. Because when you build that level of consistency, consistency, well, consistency, consistency, <laughs> what is that from? From Looney Tunes? Focus, <laughs> focus. <laughs> I sound like this. Yes. <laughs> The little guy, the little pig from Looney Tunes. It's Daffy Duck. Mm. Is this Daphne Duck? Yeah, Daffy Duck. Anyway, so back on topic. Um it just comes back to this reality check for me personally, because I have spent several years alone. And I don't just mean like one, I mean I'm talking about at least three. And having people in your corner really makes you feel humbled, but also makes you feel it's a home feeling. Mm-hmm. I'll leave you guys with this. It's kind of like there's home and there's house. A lot of people in your life are going to be a house. It's going to be the, the metaphor or the, the figurative language I'm using is that, yeah, there are people that you can go to. It's people that have the structure, but they don't have the quality. A home and a house. House is just the infrastructure. Home is what comes with. It's the internal. It's the... It's the valuable part of it. Like, welcome to my home is much better than welcome to my house. You're not building my many, many houses. Yeah, you're building a house. You're not building a home. You make a house yeah. within a home. So what is that in relation to your friendships and the people in your corner that are going to check up on you to see how you're doing? Check up on your homie. Check on your mental health. Check up on how you're doing just in general. That's a lot of checking. That's a lot of checking. That's a lot of checking. But... You're worth checking up that much. It's, it's there true. is Cassandra, my girlfriend. I check up on her. She had a bad day. I see how she's doing. She comes home. See how she's doing. I think I, oh, I, I think I over check up on Cassandra, which is a good thing. I don't want to under check her, but I over check to the point where she's like, "Dude, I get it. I got it. I'm good. All right." <laughs> but that's me. No, yeah, that's just how you express love, and I mean, like at, at the end of the day. You feel better when you're around your friends. And it doesn't matter if you're going through a good time, bad time. You just feel naturally better when you're around your group of people. Very true. So it's a, it's a weird thing, but it does feel good. It does feel good being around the people that you yeah, love. And sure. the people that you call your homies, your buds, your pals, your home slice. Yeah. I mean, the, the, like my homies, my buds, my pals. Uh, I don't think I've ever used home slice. That's, that's a, um, different. But... Nonetheless, like my, my, my friends are part of my identity. And 
you have to remember who you are and then sometimes your friends just remind you give you a friendly reminder as well yeah so <laughs> got one of those earlier today <laughs> this is not bad I yeah. just do things personally sometimes but I do appreciate no. it you know what that that right there though love just, you, is exactly I love you too bro and that's what that's what this is all about man you have to be aware and you have to be you gotta be self aware yeah. self aware of the fact that there are people in your life that do care and sometimes they care more than we do because we are shorthanded in our own life in the moment because we got our own things going on and Sometimes that is what's what it is, but then you have people who are like, get, I got some, you. get some sleep, bro. Yeah, I got get you. some rest. Yeah, you need to spend more time resting. But then there's that side of Adler that says, "No, nah, man, I got stuff to do. I gotta go, man. I got so many <laughs> things I gotta do, and I got like." I'm actually like really a long sad that we're not gonna be able to record here. Yeah. In a couple of weeks, it's gonna be weird not being able to be uh, late night recordings. We missed our coffee today, so I definitely feel it. Yeah, normally, normally, normally we, we, we do it. But, you know, after getting up at 5.15, getting up, doing my workout, doing the workout, then going to work, work 13 hours. I have to deal with the, the stuff I deal with at work. And then come out here to plan, write, and, you know, make sure we get content and stuff. It's a, it's a long day. But there's going to be a point in time at some point. It's like like a little piggy bank. You're just storing up value, storing up value, storing up value. At some point, you, you're gonna, it's going to be worth it. Yes, and the one thing that, um, I guess, the one thing that like I'm 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 learning is if you don't do the hard things now, then regret will be this what you pay for the lack of discipline or the lack of effort. Right, and I want to make sure that like. I'm disciplined, effort, and even if it means cost and sleep, or eventually at some point, I'd like to be, you know, I'd like to be where I envision. So we'll see. And, and you know what? You will be You're one day, right. one day, one day. But anyway, um, guys, we love you. We appreciate you. Please check us out at um, Instagram, the Best You Nation. I'm at twenty four hours in a day, um, and we have the Finn Foster. Um, so check us out on IG. Um, we have a TikTok also 24 hours of the day. And um, we were supposed to make a TikTok for the best you nation, but I fell short of it. So I'm owning that. And um, we're going to have to, well, the, the, the main thing is like, uh, it's hard for me to figure out how to build content and stuff out, out on there and to do it consistently. So um, just anyway, that's in-house stuff. But um Check us out. Get Show us coffee. some love. Check out the coffee. Um, TBYNWorldwide.com. Um, we love you. We appreciate you. Hope you have a wonderful week. Stay blessed. Dress to impress. And understand you are highly favored. And I beg anybody to differ if you are or if you're not. Take care.